0: Welcome to the Scream Sisters podcast, women who love horror. We're all just missed and night. We're running around the city at night. On an in the city lights, oh yeah.
1: Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. We all love a good cup of joe. And There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Brown's Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie-approved. It's good to get a little Deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Take it.
0: Okay. Hi, this is Misty from the Scream Sisters, and we have Glenn Payne and Casey Dillard from the Movie Driven and the brand new movie Killer Concept, which debuts on well, we're filming today, April 21st, which is the debut of the movie Killer Concept on Amazon Prime. It is an amazing movie, guys. Um, so I definitely recommend seeing it and it's an it's really low price pay-per-view too so it's really worth it um welcome to the fourth show that we are on the Door getting network and um i have hansi with me welcome back hansi we haven't been having you on the show for a while
1: it's Been busy <laughs> doing yeah <any> distribution. <laughs> yeah well you can million. you can plug
0: it one by one you can plug it go ahead plug it yeah
1: Yeah. so yeah so uh sorry yep
2: thought you were leaving
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm going i'm out (laughs) yeah so that's my documentary about uh the legendary writer joe r lansdale and um we're right now just selling it through my website i'm not sure what we're gonna do about distribution i'm thinking educational but um, but it's an hour long movie and then another ninety minutes of extras.
3: <laughs>
1: wow! If anybody wants to call a longer movie, we'd certainly be happy to do that. But I'm exhausted. <laughs> this is <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
2: All, All right. Hill oh. the popcorn king. That's a cool name. Yeah, it definitely. I got, is. I got it right. I think I got it right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um. And, I mean, basically, Killer Concept is an original and creative film about writers working on, on their ultimate idea for a film about a real serial killer. Um, I don't want to reveal anything else, really,
1: because <laughs> it's...
0: Yeah, it, it really just kind of turns into something really interesting and crazy and wild see but, um <laughs> yeah but I'll ask the question I ask everybody I've asked you guys before but you know what's your favorite scary movie
2: hmm. I wonder if it's my same answer as last time
0: I'll try and give a different one but
2: I don't remember what you said yeah I know it's just my problem um Casey i'm gonna Kaylin. try and
3: give a different one um okay but i gotta think on that for a sec well i'm
2: gonna go with this one because I, I may have said it last time and I'm, I'm gonna say sean of the dead um right now because i just really still love mixing of genres and uh comedy wherever i can get it and if i can get a movie that's very comedic in a good way because that's really hard to do well that's also yeah. thrilling and has really cool visuals and editing and uh, you know, tension and scares and stuff. I feel like it that genre encompasses all the excitement that I want. Uh, and and of the Dead is about as good as anything else. Uh, Hot Fuzz too, we can have the debate about whether that's horror or not. But uh oh,
1: no trilogy, right. I mean you have to take it as a whole.
2: Yeah.
1: And space. A lot of, and people, how-
0: yeah,
2: die. A lot of people die gruesomely. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they're
3: brilliant.
1: And you see, I see what, you know, that same thing in your work, you know, that playing with like, it's one genre and then suddenly, boom, now you're in another genre, you know. Yeah. And I love that, not enough people do that. I, I wish there were more films like that because I think it's really interesting. And we know so many stories by rote, so to have a mm-hmm. twist, you know, show it to me in a different way, you
2: know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, Casey, you're up.
3: Um, I think today I'm going to say Grabbers because oh I, was, I love grabbers i was i was thinking about revisiting that one recently and i i think i should because i enjoyed it a lot a few years ago
2: you got me to watch yeah. that and it's yeah. a of horror comedy
3: i love richard Coyle. I, I think he's always a lot of fun um but the whole cast of that i liked a lot yeah so. i
0: definitely agree it's one of the one of the
2: fun ones out there you don't hear about that movie enough. Like, I, I don't think I knew about it until you told me I needed to watch it. But you know, I don't hear it pop up in conversation that that often. No,
3: no you're I, right. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it like made the splash that some of the you know, like your your Tucker and Dales or your Shaun of the Dids. Well, yeah. Like, I think people who have seen it really enjoyed it, but for whatever reason, it just didn't get that hype. Isn't
0: that yep. That's her. Yeah, it's an Irish film. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. Irish film
2: yeah, yeah. The
0: Irish do pretty good films.
2: Yeah, <laughs> of course, it could be it could be huge in, in Ireland. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it could be just
1: uh you don't know what the rights are over here for it to, right?
2: Yeah. Right. True. Okay. What
1: about you, What's Misty? What's your favorite horror movie this week?
0: Um. The special, still. <laughs> the special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and also, well, Psycho Gorman,
1: also. That was fun. I enjoyed
0: that. Yeah, they just put it on Shudder yesterday. So it's it's something out there that, you know, people can watch who have Shudder. Sure. I keep mentioning Shutter, but no, you know, um, well, I don't a- work for them or anything. Yeah. And this is this is non-sponsored. Hey, yeah, sponsor. I would love to. I would love to have them
3: as a sponsor. Are Are you listening, Shutter?
2: Yeah, right. What's up?
3: They're yeah, right? They're out here, ready to. Uh,
2: Come on, are friends,
1: right?
3: i think one of the fright fest guys was just posting about uh psycho gorman i think maybe ian just got his like swag bag for that movie or something and i, <laughs> I saw him he's he's all excited about it oh, that's cool so, yeah
2: a lot of the movies we played with were driven at fright fest you can find on shutter at least <laughs> a generally the case of film
1: festivals i you know, work themselves for the in box office, and so often, you know, all the films already have distribution. I mean, it's by the time they're in the festivals, yeah. You know, especially the bigger festivals. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay.
0: What about you, Hansi?
1: Uh, favorite horror movie of the moment? Um, yeah. I watch like three a day. It's just a blur. It's just a massive bloody blur. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um it was interesting because my daughter was down um i hadn't seen her since quarantine and she was really upset about the patriarchy and you know a lot of the movies and she's in her 40s and you know like i'm just like oh yeah that's just the way it is you know and she's like and i'm like god you know i wish like i had moved (laughs) in now but um yeah i just i've been watching a lot of serials you know uh, the Nevers um, Resident Alien did uh, The Irregulars um, mm. Mm. Creep Show, of course
0: yeah. yeah I loved Creep Show, but it was too short the season
1: yeah it was a short season
0: yeah but it had some great episodes mm-hmm. <laughs> I it's love the Bob, Joe Lynch ones
1: Bob, Bob uh, the Finger in the set, first season the best that's my favorite one even though Joe Lanzell and his daughter and his son wrote a really, really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I like the first one that was like the Evil Dead like one. I was like, oh, it's an Evil Dead sequel.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, like Taro, of course, right? He's gonna riff with like that.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. But all right, do you do you have a question for them?
1: i i I just want oh i just wanted to ask you like about aesthetically in terms of finance like is that an aesthetic choice to to be low budget or is that just yeah you're just working your way until you have an actual budget
2: it's not an aesthetic choice it's 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 more of the second one like if there was more money falling into my lap or our laps we would use it for sure Uh, i mean but but that being said um killer concept was sort of the opposite. So like Driven was a wonderful experience other than Alden and Rich and, and you know, everything the town really helped us out a lot. So it was a great experience um, and it was the biggest film we had made like logistically, uh, for the most part, I would say. And then this movie really came out of COVID and the limitations and the strange availability that we all happen to have because of life the way life was going at that time um but for me producing wise um it was a really nice chance to do something for basically no money because of the help and passion of Casey Coley uh Caleb and Puckett for the most part and the other guys that worked on maybe too but they were the main four um because we didn't have to deal with getting hotels for everybody from out of town or dealing with the, the, and so on and so forth, big dinners for 20 people, um, making sure they didn't die from the cold. So we didn't have all those other things. So by going with a super low to no budget, it did for me, I mean, it was still really hard uh, and just in different ways, but it, it was really nice to not have investors or to not have this or that. Um, you know, and now that we've done that, kind of like we can go back now. And give me, give me five million dollars, please, for this next
1: thing. look what I did for nine hundred dollars. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah my my thing is that like I I don't I don't think that a budget increase would change how we approach the way that we make films. We're still going to try and do it as quickly and as cheaply as possible. I just think it would make some of those things a lot easier to get along the way.
1: Absolutely.
3: Because mm-hmm. because some things are just kind of impossible to do cheaply. Yeah. Which is which is why filmmaking is such a hard art form to pursue. Um, we we have gear. And that is a huge help to have just a good quality camera and good audio gear uh, that, that we and a team of people have been investing in throughout the years. But aside from that, so money is the hardest thing that you can get to help you make your movie uh, with almost no exception. You're, you're, you're pretty much always going to be having to ask someone for money. But I would say that the second hardest thing to making an independent film is people's availability and time. Absolutely. And so during COVID, it was just this weird little pocket where availability and time was kind of all we had yeah. for a little while. And, and so we just decided to utilize it. Yeah. Um, and so. W- you know would love to revisit some of these concepts we've worked out with a bigger budget in mind but in the meantime we don't want to stop making movies so until someone starts paying us to do so expect to see more low budget movies
1: yeah. i mean it shouldn't stop you but, you know I mean, yeah you, know, you can do it with crappy equipment and you know mm-hmm. i started the documentary was five thousand dollar budget and of course. that was production budget. I didn't know about the whole, like, post nightmare (laughs) that would soon ensue, where you have edited a file, and then you have to get another editor, and you need another editor. (laughs) Yeah. About
2: twenty
1: five grand.
2: so. That's why I do that part by myself, until somebody else is paying the bill, so I do all the posts. Which means I do all the posts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so well, there's it's that
1: driven, and driven you know i mean it works you know? mm-hmm. yeah i mean and the editing works i mean yeah Fucking like nine hundred dollars <laughs> even <laughs> for you as someone who's like a five thousand dollar documentary i can manage but nine hundred dollars <laughs> for narrative is just insane congratulations
2: yeah yeah thank you it's it's a testament to the group too so so i kind of touched on it we had uh five people Most days, uh, and that's including Casey Coley and myself as the three main actors, Mm -hmm. and then two other people, Caleb and Puckett, that were uh running sound and camera, and then sometimes they'd be on screen. Caleb is in the uh flower shop scene, he's the young guy with with Casey, and that one of my favorite scenes,
3: the weirdo. uh, (laughs) What I said, the weirdo,
2: the weirdo. Yeah, (laughs) I would totally think that he was the killer if. I didn't have other information. Uh, a lot of people look like they, they could be the killer, uh, a killer, uh, if, if you didn't have some information already in the story. But um, and, and Puckett, our camera guy, is also in the background of that scene. So I was running camera. So the point is, Coley ran sound, uh, our other main actor, Casey, I'm sure, ran sound at some point. And so we were all just, you know, going around changing hats and, and doing it. And we had some other people come in you know, uh, for certain scenes, Maddie and Samantha and Caroline, but for the most part, it was just us five, um, which was crazy. And they were all really laid back about food. So they, you know, we had a really easiest uh, ever. meal scheduling. Yeah, I've ever had on a movie. So that was very, I was appreciative of that. <laughs> it's
1: like a good move, you know, pizza and beer for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: so uh where can people find it miss do you want to find out where people can find the film and i think they lost again what <laughs> why don't you wrap up with these folks and find out where they can find the film where people can their social media all that kind info.
0: oh unless you have okay a question. I have other questions. Um, Go for it. Well, um, was there, how did you come up with like the particular concept of this? Was this something?
3: Um, We're, we're always kind of trying to build a story around parameters. And in this case, it was like something that we could make with three people that wouldn't require a script. Oh yeah uh, that, that we would be able to improvise with each other so. Oh really all, wow. Mm-hmm.
2: All the diet well almost all the dialogue. is improvised.
3: yeah well even even anything that was written down like I think the only one that actually had lines written was uh, mine and caleb's scene at the flower shop. But even that was embellished and changed from whatever was on paper to whatever ended up on screen. So yeah, it was very loose because we were basically like, let's try and get this done before Coley has to go back to work, I think was like <laughs> one of the big hurdles. <laughs> um yeah. and and the other guys too, as it as it went on, because you know, because we were having to work around people's strange schedules and not being able to go certain places or even be able to show certain places. Like, you know, we, could, we couldn't have a big crowd scene anywhere because we couldn't have crowds. So right. anyway, cool we, we, we thought up a lot of different ideas, and a lot of those would be very much worth exploring at some point in time. But this was the one that we thought was the most uh, doable.
2: Where did you get... Do you remember getting this idea though like this core of this this actual one we used three um
3: whenever i said that we should each write down like five story concepts
2: Oh, like that, that gave you the idea for this one that's interesting
3: mm-hmm. yeah that is- it was one of mine but we both wrote down five so
2: <laughs> okay
3: mm-hmm.
2: <Yeah. laughs> so, so doing that didn't give you the idea for the story it was just one of the five that you wrote down
3: it was yes, because I suggested the activity. I think.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had some other possibilities that
3: we kicked around. Yeah. Pretty weird stuff. <laughs> weird is yeah. good, and like I said, I would I would really like to revisit them at some point. But yeah.
0: So what's next for you guys? You.
3: Well, that that depends on how the last two movies <laughs> go. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
2: We're both writing on stuff. Uh, I'm doing a... Well, Casey's helping a little bit too, but I'm doing a horror comedy, another horror comedy. Definitely different than, than these guys. And Casey's working on something else that's more of a... What would you call it? A drama or a dramedy? Maybe.
3: Dramedy, probably. Yeah, Dark comedy, maybe.
2: Yeah. Um, and then it's just a matter of... I'd like to make mine very, very large. So if Lionsgate wants to call me or... <laughs> house or one of those guys, give me whatever it takes to do the story I wanted to. That'd be great. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Mine's gonna be small, so talking to you up and comers that are that are looking for something odd. <laughs> yeah. All all yeah.
0: the film companies I know are small independents. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. The whole industry's changing so much. I mean you know, from the time
2: I got out of film school till now, it's
1: like we've it's just wild. Technology yeah. just—you know—I mean, we were shooting on film.
3: <laughs> That's yeah. what's crazy about like asking people for advice in filmmaking. Obviously, you should always do it because somebody might have your answer. But like, it changes so fast; those answers aren't guaranteed to still be accurate. Yeah. Uh, I-
1: it's a
2: constant I've, challenge to keep up with it. I was mm-hmm. cleaning out like the storage room and stuff. It's like you're ready to move. And I found a lot of old um, paperwork from from like film panels or film workshops about distribution and stuff. And they're from like the last <laughs> 10 years. And boy, let me tell you that a lot of that info is just not even remotely relevant anymore. Some of it is still. Yeah. The stuff that is, is still kind of not Really accurate, you know.
3: Now, mm-hmm.
1: and you really just have to like every contract. You have to just read everything because it's there's you're, you know they know that people are desperate to get you know you're so exhausted from the film you're just like yeah. taking and do something I don't care what you do with it you know but yeah they can really do it's a very tr- tricky things. business really be careful. Yeah.
2: That's why it would be so wonderful. I, in theory, I'm sure there are new problems, but to get a, a studio, even if you're like the smallest movie they make that year, you know, the cheapest movie, because they're going to do all that, and they, you know, that's yeah. gonna do it what, how they want to do it. But then you don't have to think about it. You know, that would be. I just feel like that would be such a great, uh, great thing. But it, obviously, it's going to bring its own challenges because they can like change your, change the story, change the script, re-edit it. You know, there's all mm-hmm. those nightmares. But... Well,
1: that yeah, when I saw that in and offers i had for my documentary it was like you know we can change the name we can recut we it yeah. we can do music without your approval it's yeah. like why do you even want my
3: yeah. <laughs> sounds like y'all just want to make your own movie <laughs> yeah go make your own movie yeah <laughs>
2: yeah that's what's really nice about this and even um Driven, to, driven to. Driven wasn't that different, but killer concept. We could literally just do anything <laughs>
3: because right. there's
2: nobody to uh, be beholden uh, to. I guess except each other. I guess, but,
1: but it's, it was a good period to use creativity. I was hoping to do a documentary on Splatterpunk, and I initially when. Covid first started, I had reached out to John Skip, I was working with, and said, "Like we should do it over Zoom. Everybody's home, nobody's got anything to do. We can get all the old splatterpunk fighters." But he wanted it prettier than that. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, that's tricky. I, I was there was a hot minute where I was really interested in doing a Zoom movie, and I'm glad we didn't. And then also, I was really wanting to do a Covid related. One of my one of my pitches was a Covid story. It's like a thriller. But um, which I thought was interesting, but because it was so weird early on in lockdown and stuff, lockdown that it was such a unique experience and feeling that I thought getting that really quickly and releasing that would be something people could relate to. But you know, fast forward three months from then, and the last thing I would wanted to do was watch
1: COVID. <laughs> watching that. Again. Yeah,
0: I mean, there are a couple. There are a couple of COVID movies out there. There was that movie Hosts. That was done, zoom, all zoom, that's on shutter. Mm -hmm. And that movie was like, it did phenomenally. I mean, people were like
2: talking about it like crazy. Yeah, I think I heard of that. I haven't seen it, but yeah,
0: it sounds familiar. I saw it. It was pretty good. Good. And there was a, well, there was a Corona zombie movie, but that Full Moon Uh did, but you know, that's Full Moon. Yeah. I mean, but Full Moon's still a distributor. I mean.
1: Well, yeah. Well, Trauma is they
0: There's somebody. (laughs) They have a channel. They
1: have no money, but they're...
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Trauma is still, you know, still out there. I didn't know that Trauma did Frankenhooker. I found that out when I was watching it on Shudder the other day. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) So it's like one of my all-time favorite movies of of all time.
1: It was Charles Band.
0: Yeah.
2: Right, but I, that's thought the the, I thought the I thought that trauma was was gone.
1: No, no, oh no, or,
2: or almost went away years ago or something. I don't well, they left oh the, no,
1: they left the one in Hell's Kitchen, and now they're in Manhattan City.
2: But uh, yeah,
1: did a tour of it, and you know they have all the props and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, the no, huge they huge car. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I saw them. <laughs> Yeah, they they were still making, I saw them in 2019 at Rock and Shock, which was a local con in in Massachusetts, unfortunately no more, but I spoke to somebody at Trauma, and he was making a movie. Yeah,
1: Shakespeare's
0: Shitstorm. Yeah, yeah, Shakespeare's Shitstorm, and yeah, this guy was adorable, he was, he was, he was he was on uh, one one of the cast members, but I don't know if it ever came out or anything.
1: Oh, yeah, it did, and he was when I was screening my Joe Bob doc, we were both screening at um, what was the one in the casino on the coast in um, Atlanta City. It
0: was uh, Comic-Con. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're doing two of those this year. They're doing one in July, I think, and then they're doing one in November.
1: Are you guys ready for Pound's yet? I don't know.
0: I am. No. I am so ready.
3: I don't know that I was fully ready for them when they were happening. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the oh, I'm a massive. A bit, I'm a massive. Because I'm ready for film festivals.
2: Yeah, film festivals is probably more of our parallel. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I've I've been to film festivals too,
0: but they have a big one in Boston, and yeah. uh, they have the Boston Underground I'm working the Underground one. We doing the pop-up? and that probably won't happen until next year because it, it's usually in march
2: we had we had thought, talked about the idea or, or i brought it up of, of doing some kind of larger cons even like supernatural cons for for driven um just to promote it. But like you talked about, the return on people watching your movie is so tiny that I don't know that you could recoup the cost of just. Oh, no, the they love Richard. You Richard, oh,
0: Richard yeah. is like well, the host like of the Supernatural conventions. Right. But
1: no, yeah. I can't yeah. yeah. It's it just,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. just like yeah. playing tickets and hotels and booth fee and whatever it is. It um, is uh, yeah. Yeah. With that five cents. For 90 minutes you make <laughs> or
1: whatever this is why i'm thinking educational distribution because then mm. you know i can add a zoom and <laughs> they can show it in a library <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i've given up on my hollywood dreams but you guys go you guys are great
0: <laughs> this is what i have to look forward to when i when i finally write my screenplay Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to write one for like ten years now.
3: <laughs> yeah, don't don't get into film for money. Yeah, I'm that's, not. That's my number one piece of advice for anyone. Yeah. Like, if you're like, I can't enjoy this if I'm not making money. It's it's gonna be a rough journey. So.
0: I don't write. I mean, I don't make money doing the podcast or writing for mag the magazine I write for. Right, <laughs> and it's a print
3: magazine. Yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 hard to recoup. Uh
1: you wouldn't do it unless you felt you had to. And there's a point in the Yeah, world
3: that's world. what I'm saying. I do I, it you, for the you love. Gotta, sure. You got to you got to want to do it whether there's Yeah, I do it for the love. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Cuz you know, I'll stop one, I'll be I'm never doing that again. And then I have an idea. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. so
0: many ideas. I have more ideas than I'm like the idea person. Like I, I'm like the per- perfect person to collaborate with somebody. That's that's who I am, and I don't have any way to collaborate with. That's my problem. <laughs> hmm.
1: So, we, we, do you have any other questions? We don't
0: want to keep them either. Um. Who's your favorite directors? Hmm.
3: I would say probably
1: uh Don't you have to say Richard Spate?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he starts doing movies, then we can talk.
3: <laughs> Is there some kind of deal.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah, trap the rest Take
3: some. a ytt Edgar uh, Wright. Yeah. I love taking Um yeah. <laughs> He's brilliant. Oh gosh, I guess I can't say he's my favorite if I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um <laughs>
2: Is it Me, was it me? Is that what you're gonna
3: say? I can think of your <laughs> name, but I mean, I feel like that's implied.
2: Yeah, I'm just
3: joking. Um, uh, Drew Goddard, I like him.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, wait, was oh, is that Kevin in the
3: Woods? And uh, bad times at the El Royale, that's right. And uh, that's good. That's good. and um, I thought, I mean. There's some that are pending, but I need to see them do some more stuff because they're just now starting out, so I I, I don't want to I've, I've been burned by directors that I got to attach to early on before so yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait.
2: I like uh, Edgar Wright. Um, I do like YTT uh, a lot, although I'm coming from behind watching his stuff a little later, I mean. Um, and then Sam Mendes like his stuff a lot. Um, you know who I'd like to see? This doesn't qualify as favorite, but there's like a group of three, I think it's three people, three guys, I think, that did uh, Ready or Not. Um,
0: there's three guys, really?
2: Yeah, they, call- they had a name for themselves. Um, definitely at least two, and maybe the other's a producer. I'd be curious to see more of their stuff. Um, that
0: was a great movie.
2: Yeah, I, I shoot, I thought, it should have been a bigger deal when it came out, um, just because I liked it so much. I mean, I thought it was so good.
0: Yeah, it was.
2: Those are a few.
0: I'm partial to Gamma del Toro myself. Mm-hmm.
2: Rich, Rich may be my favorite uh, supernatural director because they've had a lot of directors. Because his episodes are pretty, uh, yeah. usually. Yeah, he's
0: with, done some good uh, ones.
2: Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give him that.
0: Yes, because I can say that I've seen every episode of Supernatural. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, me too. Me too.
0: Yeah, since I started started at the beginning. <laughs> when the show first started first uh, aired. Yeah. 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 staying from the beginning. <laughs> Do you
1: want to wrap it up? I guess
0: so. But I really enjoyed the film. You guys, I wish you guys good luck with it.
3: Thank you. Thank
0: you. I really do. I'm going to, you know, definitely say some good words on it. I'll I'll do a review for uh, horoscope as well. Yeah, for you. it. Put it on the website because we need some content.
1: Is there a trailer out?
0: Um yes.
1: Yes. I
0: posted the trailer um, on Horoscope and um, and on Scream Sisters already.
1: Okay, how will repost.
2: Yeah, we, we have you. a teaser floating around and the new full trailer that came out a couple of days ago. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's what I posted. So,
3: thank you guys for being with us.
1: Thanks so much. Nice thanks
3: right. uh, Well, thank you guys, and uh, thanks to anybody for listening. And check out Killer Concept now available on at least Amazon, and probably soon other streaming sites. Yes.
0: Right. Any plans for a DVD release down the line?
2: Yeah, we should be have have, have that happen as well. It may be a few months, but uh, yeah, it should be available there as well with some extras, commentary, and outtakes. Okay. Cool.
0: I'm just a hard media person myself. That's cool. That's just who right. I am. We'll all, right. And, all right. Thank you very much. And this is Misty signing off for the Scream Sisters and on the Darkening Network. And, and I have my my great Hansi with me. <laughs> and. Hansi, you want to say anything?
1: Um, everybody should see these folks' movies, <laughs> Killer Concept and Driven. They're both really, really fun missing films on low budgets. Um, and, you know, they're not... They, they do really good with the low budget. They make it look like it's nice <laughs> not a low budget. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea that it was a low low budget movie. It was, it was brilliant. I enjoy it.
1: I remember Thank they kept me yeah. not to tell anyone how much my documentary costs, because if it costs too little, no one would be interested in it.
3: Yeah, we've gotten that advice. hear well. that too.
1: Like, I'm fucking proud I made a film for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not wasting money on
3: it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And Glenn yeah. Glenn
0: plays a good psycho.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Well, that's who
0: always... <laughs> Even though that's a spoiler, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: we're still trying to decide if it is or if it isn't it's pretty early on so uh yeah
0: thank you guys it's sort of a spoiler thank you very much thank you <laughs> all right thank this you is guys. misty signing off from the screen sisters thank
3: you bye guys bye
0: bye